I'm Kira. And I'm Sarah. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Decommission. I'm stocked. I'm ready to go. I'm also stocked and ready to go. And no one will know what we're talking about. Welcome to Decom Mission, where we're stocked and ready to go. <laughs> That's true. I didn't even think about how we, we well, I was recording the first bit of this, but you weren't. So, surprise listeners, we're going to have a Shrek marathon tomorrow. Via video chat, because obviously Ethan and I are in California, and Sarah and Ethan's best friend, Daryl, shout out to a person who does not listen to this podcast, <laughs> uh, both live in the Midwest, and uh, yes, be a I, I time. live in Rockford. <laughs> no, you don't? I don't know why he thought that. He knows that that's not where I'm from. He knows that my parents moved there. My gosh. What a silly, what a silly boy. What a silly man. Silly, silly, Calling silly. you out, Daryl. Calling you up, Not Daryl. Listen. Dirk, Dirk. <laughs> Dirk, Dirk. Uh, I call him Dirkle every single time I talk to him, which is something that Ethan did that I just went, yeah, I'm doing that now. <laughs> I mean, also, I mean, we made a, Ethan and I made this like anime spreadsheet that was like anime, rating anime that we've watched, and every single different column for Daryl, which we have like personal rating, you know rating that you actually think it is and any comments and his is like Derek's personal ranking uh Dylan's <laughs> overall ranking uh Devin's oh my god comments because we just think it's really funny and he's like why do you do this to me just got to give you a new name every time yeah every time i go to a TJ Maxx or a Marshalls i get a Fanta and so i got a Fanta today because i went to Marshalls and I was very hot and sweaty, and I was like, I need a cold drink, y'all. And uh, so now I'm drinking a Fanta and burping, because uh, that's what I do. Are you I'm still... a gacy person. <laughs> You're still currently drinking it? I only went to Marshall's like an hour ago, Sarah. Oh, true. I guess... <laughs> I was like, she she went when she left work at 3 o'clock, and now no, it's 7.30, I... but I forget it's not 7.30 your time. It's not. I left work at 2. I went to Joanne's. Then I went to Old Navy. And then I went to CVS. And then I went to Marshall's. And then I came home. Kira's had a big day. I've had a big day. I went to um, uh, Joanne's to um, get dye-dye materials. And then I went to Old Navy to do a return. And then I went to CVS to get my Prozac. <laughs> And then I went to Marshall's because it was there. And I was paying for parking anyway. Oh, I forget. You have to pay for parking, yeah. like, everywhere you go there. Yeah, most places validate. I just forgot to get it validated. Ah, the uh, park of anyway. the Midwest. Yeah. Park for Welcome free. to the swap. Welcome to the swap episode, everyone. Um, It's been a really long time since we've watched this movie. <laughs> we watched it on Thursday. We're recording on Friday, but not the Friday after. It's been no. over a week since we watched this movie. Let's see yeah. how much we remember. You more than I. Oh, most Lord. likely. Really? I don't... It's been slowly seeping out of my brain. Well, especially since we, trying... we watched our next movie last night. So we watched <laughs> our next movie before we... we recorded for the swap. Because the world is normalizing and because of a couple scheduling changes in mine and Sarah's lives, we're having to switch up our recording we schedule. Swap our recording <laughs> schedule. 
Stop. So, so we're doing a double whammy record right now where we're going to be recording both of the episodes so that we can be kind of clean slate for the next episode. Uh, slash almost the, yeah, well, I don't know what I'm saying. Anyway, but, so this is going to be a very interesting episode, not only because it's been a while since we watched it, but because I don't know how to rate this movie. Yeah, it's, it's like two different movies in one movie. Yes, the second half of this movie is really lovely and meaningful and has a lot of really deep thought-provoking moments in it but the first half of this movie is offensively bad yeah and i kept saying i'm like maybe the first part was so bad because i wanted the second part to be so good but i don't think that's the case i think it just i don't know it feels like they had two different writers one writing the first half and one writing the second half they did well they at least had two different writers because they're not listed as so if you have an ampersand that means that they wrote it together if you have an and that means that they wrote it separately and these ones are listed with the and Hmm. so it is a man and a woman maybe it's a man and a woman writing team at least which i think is fine because it's about both men and women but this is like all they've done so, hmm. Wait, no, hold on. That's actor. Yeah, no, this is like pretty much all they've written. So that's that's what that is. Uh, the director for this movie directed a bunch of TV uh shows, and also. There was one other decom they directed. Maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. I feel like you mentioned this when we were watching it, but again, it's been so long, I don't remember. No, I remember looking this up when we were watching it, and I remember I remember seeing that they directed like some episodes of Parks and Rec and like Raising Hope and the new Mighty Ducks show and all that stuff. The Fosters, Book of Nine Nine. I don't think there are any other decoms though. Nope, just just to swap with some episodes of Kirby Buckets, which was Jacob Bertrand's, who's the main kid in this show, or this movie. It was his TV show. Yeah. So just reading the blurb for this movie, it's very short. It's rated TVG. It's from 2016. It's an hour 31. Coming of age comedy fantasy. Yeah. I'd say that's true. I'd say that's true. Yeah. Um, when gymnast Ellie and hockey player Jack unexplainably trigger a real-life body swap, they must figure out how to get back in their own bodies before the swap becomes permanent. So it's basically like every other body swap movie. A boy-girl thing, Wish Upon a Star, Freaky Friday. Ugh. I like this movie better than Freaky Friday, though, as horrible as that is. Me too. The characters are more like definitely a lot better than It's a Boy... A boy-girl thing? It's a boy-girl thing? I, I haven't seen know. that movie since it came out in the 2000s. I don't, I don't know. know. I'm guessing you haven't seen that one? Have not, no. That one's about two people who... They're like rivals, and they swap bodies. 
But a lot of the time, like, at the beginning especially, it's them, like, getting revenge on each other by using each other's bodies. And it's disgusting compared to this one where you have uh, the guy who, like, he's very respectful when he's in her body. He's like, I don't want to undress because I don't want to see. And even when he goes to the doctor, he, like, covers his eyes. He's like, I don't want to disrespect you. Yeah. And the other thing is that both the main characters were really likable. A handful of the side characters were really likable. Some of the side characters were absolutely atrociously awful. But um, it was, like, I, I was invested in these characters more than I was expecting to. Yeah. So the, my version of the blurb for this movie is that there's two kids, Ellie, who's a uh, rhythm gymnastic ribbon dancer, and Jack, who's a hockey player, uh, swap bodies, obviously, but it also has to do with their parents and their family lives. Uh, so Ellie's father has recently left her mother, and Jack's mother has recently died, and his dad has kind of taken over uh, parenting, and he's their hockey coach, and so he's, and he's kind of blended both together, and it's a very hostile living situation for Jack. Um, meanwhile, Ellie's mom is kind of this hippy-dippy woman with, like, crystals and, like, finding yourself and all that, that fun stuff. Um, and, uh, so that's kind of an interesting juxtaposition. But on Ellie's side, there's this new girl in, in town. She's new on the gymnastics team, and she's tearing apart her best friendship with this girl named Sassy. I don't know what that's Like, is that just her name? Or is her name, like, Samantha, and they call her Sassy. Maybe. Her name is Sassafras. Sassafras. Sassafras McGee. Uh, And so Sassy is now friends with this new girl, I can't remember her name, and she's nasty. This new girl is, like, really mean and gross and, like, just destroying Ellie at every turn. And Ellie's just trying to live her life and do gymnastics like she's been doing her whole life. And, uh... Sassy likes Jack, and Sassy sees Ellie talking to Jack after they accidentally switch bodies by texting each other, and it has to do with, like, that's their totem or something, and so the whole thing is about them trying to get their cell phones to switch them back, and so Sassy's really mean to her, and, like, they don't want to talk, and then, and then, uh, Jack has to make varsity on the hockey team because his brothers have done it, and his dad's the coach, and he has to prove himself, and all this stuff, so there's that and so they have to switch back after like a day and there's all you know sorts of hijinks that happen but it basically culminates in a couple things one is that they both find kind of kinship in this girl Mackenzie who's like Ellie finds out like oh I can be friends with her she can be my friend and Jack kind of is like oh she's really nice and sweet girls aren't so scary because like his thing is that he can't talk to girls he's got quote-unquote no game uh, and he also has this kind of, like, quote-unquote bully who's on the hockey team who he shows the STEM class. And then he turns into this, like, inventor extraordinaire guy. And he's very funny and very good. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to like his character so much. But, yeah, he's really funny. So funny. Uh, also, this movie had outtakes at the end. The good, best outtakes so far. Good outtakes for once. They do the outtake what? thing wish... so often in decons, and they usually can't get it right. But this one was good. No, this one was really funny. Let me see if they added that quote that he says at the end, because it's really funny. There are no quotes listed on this page, so, um, no. But, uh, 
So, yeah, so it culminates in, in, the, in them both reaching out to Mackenzie. Uh, but what's interesting is that they both have to do these kind of sporting events for each other. You know, Jack as Ellie has to do her rhythm gymnastics and Ellie as Jack has to, you know, get out to varsity hockey. And they both succeed. It's under, it's kind of understandable. They, like, st- spend all night practicing. Um, but Ellie's dad doesn't show up to her gymnastics. Um and Jack doesn't go to Jack as Ellie doesn't go to her his mom's uh, seat dedication in the in the rink, so it's kind of interesting in that way. And then they try and switch back. They're like, "We did it. We got our the phones, and so we can just switch back." And then they try and switch back, and they can't. And so the only time that they realize that they can switch back is after they've both kind of reconciled with the loss of their parent. So um, Ellie as Jack kind of, you know, vents at their dad and tells him you know you can't you can't treat people this way you can't you you can't leave you know you can't lead like this this isn't the impression that you want to do that type of stuff really meaningful well performed by Jacob Bertrand Mm -hmm. and then Ellie or Jack as Ellie reaches out to the mom and says I I love you and I I, you know, I miss you and all this stuff. And then Ellie's mom is really sweet. And she's like, I'll always be here for you. I'll always be watching out for you. Like that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. And it was like, I teared. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that to feel so meaningful. But yeah, Yeah, props to them for acting so well. (laughs) Because you you got caught up in the moment. Yeah. They were like... I've been th- I've been thinking about those speeches for the entire week because I mean they were they were lovely. Yeah. It sucks. Like we said like it sucks this movie the second half of it is is captivating, emotional, really well performed and the first half of it is just kind of like okay, we get it. Boys are this and girls are that. Yeah. And it's just like it's okay definitely gonna make it hard to rank because i really want to rank it based on the second half but i know that we have to take the first half in mind too yeah let's start off with let me see did i write anything i didn't write anything for test of time i remember i remember what my what my oral is but what did you say (laughs) i said i didn't write anything for test of time I didn't write anything for anything, which I now regret because I because it's been so been long a while. But I didn't expect it to be that long. But I do remember what my moral is going to be. So let's just start with the moral. Okay. Uh, the moral that I have, uh, I'm sure. Uh, anyway, the moral. So the moral that I thought for this one is, uh, you can't run away from your problems. Yeah. You have to face your problems head on. I um, um I have be comfortable in your own skin. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, you don't know what you got till it's gone. Mm-hmm. And then also they were trying to do the whole breaking gender norms, which again, in the first half, you're like, eh, I don't know about this. But in the second half, you're like, okay, they're doing a better yeah. job at it. Yeah. And it definitely does do a better job than other body swap movies I've seen in the past. Yeah. There's also the whole aspect of, like, the whole reason they switched is because, well, my life's harder than yours. Your life, you know, your life's easy. I could do your life really easy. So it's like, 
Uh, it's kind of like Walk a Mile in, in, in Another Person's Shoes, but I mean, yeah. that's not the main point of this movie. The main point of this movie is about self-discovery and acceptance. Yeah. I. It's not about... It's not about the other person, like, understanding the other person. Yeah. I actually wrote down Sweet Life because I was thinking about that movie during this movie. Oh, I but about that. I also thought the same thing where I'm like, it's not Walk a Mile in Someone's Shoes, though. No, because it's... Yeah, like, they it were is... forced to to walk in the other person's shoes, literally, but they were really just discovering yeah. themselves through that process. Like, looking at their own life through someone else's eyes. Yeah. Through their own eyes. Very confusing. <laughs> I agree about the moral about you don't know what it's got till it's, what you've got till it's gone, but I don't think that's exactly what it is. I do think it has to do with loss. Yeah, it's like even when you feel lost, you can still find a way forward. Yeah, I like that one too. Hmm. I think when I wrote that, I wasn't thinking about. I think I wrote that before it got to like the deep part where it was just like. You know, Ellie missed being able to sleep in and have her mom, like, tend to her and her needs. And, yeah. Like, she missed that. No, the- but, yeah, definitely towards the end, it <laughs> that definitely wasn't the moral they were going for. No, once the moral really hit this movie, it was like, oh, no, this is what they want. So I think it's like, uh, even, if you've, even if you've lost something, there's always a way forward. Mm-hmm. Or even if you feel lost, there's always a way forward or out. Yeah, I like that one. Um, yeah, I think that's what they were trying to go for. Is is just like even if you feel like you know you can't, you can't do anything right. You you're alone. You you aren't good enough. You are you are you are good enough. You there. You know, yes, your dad might have, might have left, but your mom is always there. You can always find find a new friend. Yes, it's gonna be hard, but you know, it can happen. It's horrible that your mom has died. It's horrible that you feel like you aren't good enough at the sport that your two twin older brothers and dad have played. But, you know, if you if you want to do it, you can still do it. But you can also do what you want to do. And you'll you'll be able to talk to girls at some point. Like, that's fine. Yeah. So, yeah. It's kind of like a trust the process type of thing. Like, it'll yeah. all be okay. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't think it's an end justifies the means type of... I don't think it's quite the end justifies the means. No. It's like, it's like almost, but like there's... That's, that's like having to do something really cruddy. And then it, you win. Right. And it's not like they chose <laughs> to, to swap bodies. Or that even it no. was like a bad thing. It's just something that they had to go through. Yeah. Hmm. Ranking this moral. It's tough. Here's the thing. I I think they did the moral really well. Yeah. Once, th- once we figured out what the moral was in the second half, yeah, they did it really well. It just took a little bit to I get think, there. <laughs> yeah, it took a bit to get there, it, it, but it, it, the payoff of it was really strong. I mean, I don't think it's as strong as the Scream Team, but you know what? No. If something can make you cry or tear up, 
it's obviously I know, pretty good. I was good. thinking like a 975. Yeah, I was going to say, it's got to be up there. I forgot we bumped Scream that's... Team up to a 10. Yeah, it's a 10. Like, that's that's a perfect moral. God, gosh darn it, I will never, I will never bow down from... Cow- wow, I can't... It's a good moral, y'all. It's good. I was thinking a 9-5 right. for this one. I but, wait, just want to give it higher. I, I have the like color of friendship moral. at a 9-5 as well. Hmm. Oh, the color of friendship is better. Yeah. I feel the color of friendship, I'm probably going to bump up to a 9-7-5. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. I'll give it I'll give it a 9-5. What I don't like is I know that I have the Teen Beach movies at 9-5s. And I think this is... Oh, no, I have Teen Beach 2. I have Teen Beach at a 9, and then I think I have Teen Beach 2 at a 9-5. Yeah. No, 925. Okay. Yep. 95. 95. I had my numbers wrong in my head. Yeah. 95. And then I'm probably going to bump uh, Color Frigid up, up to either a 975 or a 10. Yeah. I have Team Beach at a 9. Team Beach 2 at 9.25. I want this one at a 9.5. And then, just like you, I'll probably bump Color Friendship to a 975. I think we didn't do that one higher just because we wanted to. Yeah, it's, I, was it, it the moral or the test of time where we're like we want to do and do a little more research into that? It was probably both. More likely I test of was, time. It was more likely test of time and the and grade. It was, it's been really hard to do any research because there's so little documentation on apartheid from an American viewpoint. Yeah, and at which least is gross, and I don't like it. At least accessible. At the general public. Yeah, and it's not, it's not everything's out of print or completely unavailable for streaming. We it's, found one documentary that would have been really great to watch, but it was what, like $130 to rent each Yeah, or like ep- $150 to, to buy it or something. Yeah, something that I'm sorry, I don't have. I make minimum wage. Right. Or I just, I don't know. I feel like even the libraries don't have it. Like, I feel like that's something that no. should be available for people to learn for free. If you don't learn history, you are doomed to repeat it. What's it's that true, from? Though. It's 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 a very well known moral. Oh, <laughs> you don't you've never heard if you don't learn history, you're doomed to repeat it. I've heard like some things like that, but I don't think I've ever heard that like that was the actual quote itself. No. Yeah, it's something like that. I don't know if it's the actual quote, but it's a paraphrasing of it at the very least. Um, test of time. Anyway, moving on. Easy segue. Uh, this is where this movie falters. Yeah. I would say it holds up about as well as the, as the Sweet Life movie. Yeah. Now that you've mentioned it. I would say maybe slightly better than that one in my opinion. Just because, just because, because of those effects. terrible effects in the Sweet Life movie. Yeah. The only thing I didn't like about the effects in this movie is that... <sighs> Anytime they, every time they swapped bodies, she was pink and he was blue. That's true, it's yeah. Like, so, I have Upside on Magic at a 5.25. Do I have anything at a 5.5? Five, five. I have Motocross at a 5.75. Five, five. I have Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure at a 5.5. Five, five. Cloud 9 at a 5.25. Oof. Do I want to do this at a 5.25 or a 5.5? I think this holds up slightly better than Cloud 9. So I think I'm going to do a 5.5. I think I'm going to do a 5.25. Because I have Sweet Life at a 4.5, I believe. I have Sweet Life at a 5. So that makes sense. 
Yeah. Because it's just, I mean, there's just some, you know, gross kind of like, girls can't do sports, boys don't cry. Oh, that's the thing. is that Girls don't have smelly part- armpits when they wake up. Oh, right. Um, so at one point they, all the, all these like teenagers have like met on the bridge for something cause it has something to do with sassy and how she likes Jake and Ellie has to prove something, whatever. Um, Ellie as Jake starts, his name's not Jake, Jack. Ellie as, Ellie as Jack starts crying and her, and Jack's dad's like, boys don't cry, boys don't cry. And he's just crying and whatever. He's not like he's not like sobbing, but he's like teared and whatnot. And then they get back to to the house and, you know, whenever Jack decides to kind of like tell the dad off, he's like, you know what, boys do cry. Mm-hmm. And then the dad, who was an absolutely awful actor, sorry, I just he just drove me crazy. It was so bad. Because if the moment at the end where the dad's like, I've been wrong, you know, you're right. It's been hard for me losing your mom and I'm sorry I've been taking it out on you boys. If he had delivered that and actually been able to act and actually cried like he was like seemingly trying to, it would have been better. But he does, he does tear up and he's like, "Boys do cry, boys can cry," and I'm like, "Thank you." Yes, thank you for boys can a cry. That's bit another better. moral: boys can cry. Yeah. So I did appreciate that because I was like, if they don't double back to that and say boys can cry, I was gonna be really mad. Yeah. But. But there's, yeah, there's just some other stuff. And there's, like, uh, when Jack is Ellie, Ellie's mom takes them to the spa, and he's like, well, this is kind of girly stuff. And it's like, it's the spa. Right. Anyone can enjoy the spa. Yeah. I love the spa. I have never had a spa day. I've never had a full spa day, but I like getting massages. (laughs) We have to, at some point, do a spa day. That's got to be gotta be something we Someday, do. Someday. Come out to California and we'll have a spa day. It'll cost four trillion dollars. Worth it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, you're doing a 525, you said? Yeah, 525. I'm gonna stick with that for now. We'll see yeah. what I end up rearranging everything as. Mm-hmm. Wow, that wrap-up episode is coming up fast, isn't it? I know. We only have two more movies to watch. No. We only have one more movie one. to watch. Yeah, because we watched Descendants 2 already. Yeah, we just have to watch... Because there wasn't another one from 2020 yet, right? No. I mean, and there hasn't been one in 2021. Oh, so. my God. <laughs> I forgot it was 2021 for a We're second. We're halfway through 2021, so... Uh, that's really... That's really embarrassing. <laughs> it's because 2020 and 2021 just are... It's all a blur. Blob. It all feels like the same. Conglomerate. Nothing's happened, but so much has happened at the same time. Yeah. So, ranking this movie, I've been thinking about it. And I think what I'm going to do is rate the two halves of this movie separately and then meet it in the middle. Hey, and I'm going to do idea. that by giving them numbers so that I can just Ooh, get the median number. I like the way you think. Okay. The now first half think. of this movie is about as good as... Uh, Freaky Friday. Yeah, I have that, that's Friday. a good comparison. Yeah. Right now I have Freaky Friday as a 28, which just is wrong. I have it at a D. I'm going to say it's a 22 D. 21. I'm going to give it a 21 D. Um, 
21. So wait, are you're yeah, switching Freaky it. Friday to a 22, or you're yeah, giving the swap I had a 22? No, I, I'm just changing Freaky Friday to a 22 because right now I did it a 28. Right. And then, yeah, it was out of the range. So is mine. So I'm going to change mine to a 23. So the first half of the movie, I think, was a D at a 20. Yeah, 21. I'll just give it the same. 22. The second half of this movie, though, I really liked, like, a lot. I really like, liked Like, I would a give the second too. half of this movie an A. I was thinking that. I'm like, color of friendship, A. Where what else do I have in an A? Color of friendship. Teen Beach I got it a 96. A. I don't think I would give that a 96. No, maybe, I mean, it would definitely maybe like be like right on track that. at like a 94. What's, so like, what what's, are the range for our A's? Let's see. What's right in between a 21 and a 94? 58. Because I'm rounding up 57.5 to 58. So 58 right <laughs> I now. I came out with a 58 a, too <laughs> with my numbers C I put in. Well, I guess I'm going to do a C plus too because my numbers came out to 58. So we're going to be the same. I'm gonna look I put in a 93 a... and a 20... 93 and 23. Yeah. Uh, what else do I have a B minus? Because I feel like looking at my... I'm now looking at my stuff that's at that, which is like Xenon the sequel, Double Teamed, Halloween Town 2, Motocrossed, yeah, I do hate that 58 is, like, right at the top of a C+. Pixel Perfect, I have it as C+, which this is better than Pixel Perfect. Invisible Sister, I have it as C+, which this is better than that. Yeah, I feel like this one has to be a B-. I'm going to put this at a B-, and I'm going to put it... God, I have zero and equal way too high. Do I have any B-minuses or... You have so many less than I do. Wow. Do, you do have I not any? have a single B minus? No. What? I have so many and you have what? none. This is my first B minus. Okay, yeah, I have to do a B minus. I'm How have, have I gone through this many and not had one yet? Probably because we've had I don't so many know. D I think movies. you changed some of them. But I'm gonna okay. have to I'm gonna have to rescale my B minuses because they're definitely not correct. Yeah. Because they're I in the, do a they're B in the minus, range, but I don't think they're... I want it right at a 60. I was going right. to give it a 60 as well. Ha! Which, we're the same. Because I think I was trying to give double teamed, like, the lowest B minus at a 60. So I'm going to do that right now. I'm just going to change this to a 59. So just drop them all by ones. You know, this equal is a 61. Uh, uh, you're so much better about changing them during the episodes and i'm just like i'll change it in the wrap-up and guarantee you i don't remember anything i was going to (laughs) change oh so now this is at the same ranking for me as motocross which i actually kind of am okay with because that is kind of the same thing of like gender roles can be crushed in a lot of ways so i'm fine with that but yeah once we got to c plus i like the both both of us were like (laughs) <laughs> this is better than a C plus. Yeah, like, so I guess that, there's our answer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's how we really is, felt deep down. We're like, it's got to be better than that. Yeah, that's the thing. It's just like I knew that that was gonna be my jumping off point. Um. Oh, this is a much shorter episode than I thought it was going to be. 
Well, let's see if I have any other random things I wrote down. Didn't write down anything and I regret it. Oh, because the hate on badminton didn't like that because I oh, love yeah. badminton. Oh, that was hysterical. Remember at the gymnastics meet? <laughs> so the, the reason that, that there's a little bit of pressure with gymnastics is that they're, they're going to be cutting either rhythm gymnastics, rhythmic gymnastics, or badminton. And at the meet that they have for rhythm, rhythmic gymnastics, the rhythmist, rhythmic gymnastics coach is like making eyes with the badminton coach. And it's really funny. Yeah. And they're like, oh, badminton sucks. We can crush them. I'm like, badminton was my favorite section of gym I class. I loved badminton. So and when we were in high school, we had gym classes, obviously, but they were themed. So you had to take team sports one and individual sports one. Or you, like, had to, you, you, you had chose to choose, one or the other. You yeah. chose one of the other ones. And then you had to take, I think there was like freshman gym. And then you had to take one more elective, which I took... No, you had to take two more electives because I had to take, I took lifeguarding and then I had to do an independent study. What did I do? I know I took the freshman gym class. Obviously, as a freshman, you have to. And then I took individual sports for two years. Maybe the freshman gym wasn't a, you know what? I don't think that, no, maybe it wasn't a freshman. No, it was definitely a freshman gym because I took individual sports and lifeguarding. I think you had to take two and a half semesters of gym yeah i don't think i i don't know if i even did a gym class my senior year i think it was an optional thing senior year so i I had to take that independent independent study so maybe freshman gym was just a semester maybe i don't know but yeah i I know i definitely did individual sports and we did swimming and we did you know what i can you know what i can do check my schedule in my facebook notes Oh, Facebook notes. I wonder if I, I can find... I don't even know how notes. to get to my Facebook notes anymore. No. Come along with us as we find our Facebook Let's notes. Let's find out how to find notes. Uh, news? Did you, fit, no. did you figure it out yet? Because I didn't. No. Go to my profile. See if there's any memories of notes. Life events? I feel no. like that wouldn't be it. Notes. Where did you find it? No, I'm searching for it. Oh. <laughs> I got so jealous. Wait, How did you I'm find Google it so it. fast? How to find notes on Facebook. Apparently there's a did you know section. In on Facebook, what the heck? <laughs> it shouldn't okay. be this hard. Activity okay. Log? Okay. archive? I'm going on my computer. My page. My page. I know they pop up in my memories. Yeah, they're still here. There are notes, because I've seen... I literally saw someone comment on it. Comment on someone else's note, like, the other day. Yeah, they pop up on memories. (laughs) You wrote on my timeline, Sarah, bring that cookie dough or I'll be really sad. That was when we were going on a, going to a marching competition, I'm pretty sure. Or no, wait, was it? Oh, that was before the Thanksgiving parade, wasn't it? No, that was November 21st. Eh, it could have been. It might have been on the bus down to Chicago. It might have been. I have this vague memory of that. Oh, gosh. I edited my hometown in religious views. I want to know what your religious views were changed to. Bet it was Catholic. Doesn't tell me. 
Sometimes I look at the things that I used to write and I'm like... Oh, November 20th, 2007. I had a status going to Chicago. So I guess there's our answer for the cookie dough. Ugh. Updated my status. Is bored. Oh my god, I hate myself. <laughs> September 27th, 2007. Being beckoned by Tom Welling. <laughs> Tom Welling. Why, why are we like this? I... Uh, this is... Is happy that it's snowing. Who cares? <laughs> uh, everyone needs to know what we were like 10 whatever years ago. Oh, you wrote on my timeline. Sarah, I've decided I love you and it's a, it's a face. <laughs> There's no denying it. I will be forever fallen deep. Wow, I'm a nerd. I mean, it's true. We're still friends. It is true. I wonder if either of us actually would have seen that coming. Probably not me. I probably was like, no one's actually my friend. Changed my interests at some point. Let's see. Maybe I didn't start doing notes until 2008. Let me change my year. Thinking as well, but I'm like, I know there were a few. I'm just trying to see if I wrote on it. Oh my God. Senior schedule. Where'd it go? I just saw it. In 2008? Why would that have been your senior schedule in 2008? I don't know. I clicked something and then it went... Let me go to 2009 and see if that's what it was trying to do. Or maybe someone tagged me in their senior schedule and that's what came up. That's probably what it was. November 25th, 2009. Off to Chicago! (laughs) Oh my god. Must have been the second time. Oh, Lord. I forgot that I would make these notes and name them something ridiculously, like, heady and stupid, like I thought I was a poet. Surprise. Ooh, schedule for 08. On November something. December 4th. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. I'm just going through 2007 to see if I can find any other notes. I don't know why I'm still looking in 2007. Senior schedule. Yes. Okay. Okay. Wait. Saving. No, I was just in it. What happened? It's so annoying. I scrolled to the left and then it got out of it. (laughs) Wow. This is... I hate myself. I hate, I hate myself. <laughs> I hate What'd myself. What'd you find? Just some of my notes where it's like, oh God. I used notes as like a diary. Schedule for 2008. So this is my second semester of freshman year. I did not have, oh, I even wrote my schedule now. Oh, I'm a genius. I did not have, yeah, this so freshman gym was only one semester because I only had it freshman year first semester i had it the last hour i don't remember that at all oh yeah this is before i got into concert choir because or before i knew i got into concert choir so my schedule changed but i just switched i think third and sixth hour yeah that's exactly what happened Okay, yeah, so everyone, now that we've been spending forever looking at our schedules, there was only one semester of a freshman gym. That's how it worked out. 
Yeah. I have my senior schedule pulled up, and I don't think I had any sort of gym class. Wow, it's so weird looking at this now. Man, I really miss my friendship with Allie and Brian and Olivia. That was really fun. I forgot I had a psych class my senior year. Oh, you commented on my senior schedule. Did I really? Sarah, this deeply disturbs me not seeing any of our classes being the same. And knowing my luck, you're probably in different lunch. Oh my gosh, under, <laughs> at the bottom. Do you remember how we switched lockers my senior year and your junior year? Yeah. Or maybe it was just the seniors that switched lockers. But we had had the same lockers all three years and then they switched our lockers it, um, my yeah. senior year. So everyone was so upset about it because, you know, you had your locker mates and you knew where your locker was. So at the bottom of your senior schedule, you put your new locker number. And I put locker number 675 frowny face. <laughs> so <That's> dramatic. <laughs> very funny. I remember I was so mad because I was moved closer to the door and it was always freezing cold in the winter. And I like before that, I was right in the middle of the hall, not by the door. Yeah. What's weird is that my locker was moved my junior year to the quote-unquote junior hallway, but then the senior hallway was moved back to the music wing? It's so far away from everything. Why did they put the seniors there? But it was really funny because I just had my freshman year locker again, basically. (laughs) Yeah, you moved lockers like every single year, didn't you? Yeah. The best year was when you moved your locker right next to mine, even though it wasn't And I didn't even... Approved. It was so funny. <laughs> you just I didn't took even, over like, the legally locker. legally do it. I just was like, I'm taking this... I had two lockers. That was such a fun year, though. That was really fun. Man, my freshman year was really fun. It was stressful and had its problems, but my freshman year of high school was good. And my sophomore year of high school was an absolute train wreck. And then my junior year of high school was good. And then my senior year of high school was a mixed bag. It's because I wasn't there. It, it was partially because you weren't there. It was... It was... um, There were just some things that happened my senior year that made things tough. Yeah. My friend group was a lot compromised of my boyfriend at the time's friends. But my senior year did have one thing that I always say that I'm super grateful, and that's because it had my AP Gov class that I still play D&D with and still adore. So... Every yay dark spot has a silver lining. <laughs> well, anyway, this has been that a all swap. came from badminton. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What else did I even have written down? Uh, <laughs> I wrote down how stupid it was that she was still trying to be friends with what's her yes. name, Ellie. Oh, that's the other thing, Sassy. I <sighs> there's wait a was part was, the was Sassy movie. the the mean girl or was she was fr- the mean girl? She was a friend. Okay. She was I wrote a down friend who was like went to the mean girl. One thing that I thought was really sad, but honestly, really real and kind of important, was at the end of this movie when Ellie and Sassy reconcile, but they don't become friends again. Ellie looks at her and says, We've had a good run, didn't we? And Sassy King goes, Yep. And yeah. then they're like, you know, see you around. Well, and it's fine because yeah. they're, they realize they're just. They can't be friends anymore. Right. But you also realize towards the end that she was trying to keep her as a friend because of the bond that 
her and her oh, friend yeah. and her dad all had together and her dad left her so she didn't want to lose her friend too so she was really trying to hold on to that friendship so we we yeah. both didn't realize that <laughs> no this movie Ethan a lot of apparently realized things. it the whole time <laughs> beef is really stupid smart stupid dummy hate him i don't like him anymore Ethan. i don't like you anymore get out of my house you're don't too smart about decoms. You're not allowed please. to watch them with us anymore. Please never leave me. Don't leave me with these two cats alone. I will lose my mind. And that's it. That's the only reason I want you to stay. <laughs> I'm kidding, everyone. Just so you know, Ethan is the light of my life. I talk about it all the time. He's amazing. He's very smart. And he's also the dumbest person I know. <laughs> and he'll admit to that. And he also consistently listens to these episodes. So I know he's going to hear this and he's going to text me and go, I never leave you. Oh, he's amazing. Um, yeah, that's the swap, y'all. You didn't talk about the best scene with the plunger <laughs> and Porter, where he just shoots the plunger oh, yeah. at, from the outside of the house, and it hits the window, and he just goes, "Science." God, it's so funny. That was probably one of my favorite. I wish scenes. I could. I wish I wrote down what his line was in the in the outtake. But it's so funny. He just he talks about something his mom did, and it was just the way he delivered it was really funny. Oh man. Oh, the swap. Some good things, some bad things. Yeah. Next week slash next episode is the is Descendants two, and then the final episode of the movies episodes of season two is Descendants three. Surprise. And then we have our wrap-up episode. Uh, the decom mission for this week is to... Uh, hmm. To find some old cringy stuff on Facebook and yes. tell us what it is if <laughs> if you want, because we would love yes. to see it. That's a good one. Any social media. If you don't have Facebook, if you don't have Facebook, just any social media Find yeah. something that makes you go, no. How did we end up finding our stuff? So you went to activity log and you just filtered it by year. And if you go back to like the first year or two you had Facebook, you'll probably find some gems. Some awkward status updates. Oh, God. Yeah, you got to let your friends know it's snowing or you're bored or you're going to Chicago. (laughs) Or you think you're being really cool and sneaky and not being really obvious that you're mad at your friend or you have a crush on this boy. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, The difference between me and your (laughs) status updates. You're trying to be sneaky about a crush on a boy, and I'm just like, it's It's snowing! snowing. I'm bored! (laughs) I mean, that pretty much summarizes our. It really does. I like sweatshirts. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we haven't told the the listeners that story before. So we were at Disney World, and we were eating at the Moroccan restaurant, and I don't remember what we were talking about. It was, was it the Moroccan restaurant? I thought it was Tony's. No, it was the Moroccan restaurant. Oh, I've been remembering this wrong. I'm I'm like ninety percent sure it was the Moroccan restaurant. Okay, we'll go with we'll, well go with Moroccan whenever one of my family members listens to this, they can weigh in and tell me whether or tell tell us whether it was the Moroccan restaurant or Tony's. Because Tony's was the restaurant we ate on the first day of that trip. How do you remember that? Because that was the trip that it was uh, in May. That was 2014. Oh, wait. That was my... Yeah, that was my... It was the birthday trip. Me and trip. your mom's birthday trip. And I chose Tony's. And that was the first day. 
Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't that trip. It was the trip before that. Because that trip, that it was the birthday trip, we sat at a different table. I remember with the I Like Sweatshirts, we sat at that like back corner booth table. Because that's what my memory has. And then the next, so it was in 2013. So Matt must have been there for that trip. Or maybe it was 20, it might have been 2015. It might have been the year after. Maybe. Anyway. Have to see if Matt remembers this happening, because if he does, then he was probably there. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we were sitting at a restaurant in Disney World talking about something, and it was something that Sarah couldn't weigh in on, and she just goes, I like sweatshirts. <laughs> No, that's not... Wasn't it... You guys were arguing about something. Oh, I don't know. My family argues all the time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you guys were arguing about something, and it was getting to be, like, awkward to be sitting there, and I'm just, like... <laughs> just, <laughs> to just, like, say something else, I was just like, I like sweatshirts. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's because we were arguing about something that we liked and that other people didn't... Like, some people in my family liked and some people in my family didn't like. And I can't remember what it was. But you diffuse the situation. Yeah. Like, I like sweatshirts. <laughs> and that's so now we just say I like sweatshirts. Stuck. And that's it my sure new has. tagline. Well, you do also have an absolutely inordinate amount of sweatshirts. Yes. I'm sitting here in my closet just surrounded by sweatshirts. I <laughs> one of these days my whole closet system here is just gonna fall on me. And the the picture's gonna go out on your end and I'm just gonna be lying here covered in sweatshirts. I love it. And that's going to be how I go, and I'm okay with it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everyone, on that note, now that we know Sarah's going to die by sweatshirts, uh, we will see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.